your body is just like there. It's your your meat suit and you live in it and it's no one else's goddamn business. Okay? And it's a wonderland. Where we hate spinnerbait, but we love that we were some people's number one most listened to podcast this year. That's yes. like really nice. That makes me honestly very happy and feel very cool. And I'm not. Um, the person who is not feeling very cool is me, Bethany. Hi, everyone. With me, as always, is my co-host, who is definitely much cooler than I am, um, Michael Ann. How are you today? <laughs> I am so good. I'm so excited to see how many people have us as their number one podcast. Even just being in the top five, I'm like, oh my God, am I Taylor Swift? Yeah, like who exactly? Like Taylor Swift (laughs) is in top five of people's Spotify wrapped and were in people's top five. Like that's wild. And I know in a completely different way, but still wild. People still listen to us for many minutes and we appreciate all of you. So thanks for listening and we hope you continue listening in – the old 2024. We still have lots of Sarah Destin to talk about. Lots of early aughts nostalgia. We're your girlies. We're those early aughts nostalgia girlies. And we're here. We have so much more Taylor Swift to discuss. So, <laughs> so much. It so never much. ends. It never ends. It never ends, y'all. So yeah, that was a really cool, fun thing to see posted today. And people tagging us. That was really cool. And um. Yeah, we're excited to get chaotic. We have much to discuss. We have some Spotify slash Apple wrapped to discuss. My clan has promised me a rant, which I'm really looking forward to. I don't know what it is yet. I'm completely in the dark, y'all. And we have some more Laguna Beach, baby. Is your car donezo um, as well? <laughs> That's honestly the line. That's the line of these two episodes for me. My car is donezo. Um, great. Iconic. <laughs> What a great show. What a slight oh, excellent. in time. Oh, man. Yes. So much to discuss. It's so much. So let's jump into it. Should we start with, I guess, music stuff? Yeah. All right. So <laughs> Michael Ann is, in, is the top, in the top 1% of Taylor listeners. Is anyone surprised? No. Thank you. Um, you're a Spotify girly. So yeah, hit me, hit me with your Spotify stats. Do tell. <laughs> Oh my God. Hit you with my Spotify stats. They're all Taylor Swift. Literally every single one. So my top genre was pop, uh, followed by video game music, anime lo-fi, orchestral soundtracks. We're the coolest people on planet Earth, y'all. I love that. We really, really are. My top song was Cruel Summer. No one is surprised. <laughs> I love you. Ain't that the worst thing you've ever heard? <laughs> and yes, it was. It's a lot. Um, but yeah, the only people in my in my top 
charts were um, Taylor Swift and then some like instrumentals. <laughs> Honestly, respect <laughs> that though. That's how you should be using Spotify to listen to orchestral soundtracks and Taylor Swift. That's honestly my motto to yes. by, so I get it. Um, my Okay, so I'm an Apple girly, y'all. I'm, like, not cool. I don't use Spotify, and I'm always really jealous because Spotify has wrapped, and I don't know how long Apple has been doing their version of wrap. This is the first I've heard of it, honestly, was this year, and I was like, oh, I finally get to know stats. Hells to the yeah. So – and an absolutely no shock to anyone. Obviously, Taylor Swift is my most listened to artist. Another thing that does not surprise you at all. You want to know who number two was? Ed freaking Sheeran. Of course. So Taylor came <laughs> in course. at a whopping 6,584 minutes. Ed comes in next at 2,544. And honestly, my first thought was, hmm, thought that would have been more. <laughs> like, really, Ed came out with like two <laughs> albums this year, basically. I listened to them a lot. So I was like, wow, that's crazy. You came out with two whole albums. And I only like listened to that many hours. Um, next was Harry Styles, which is so not shocking either. What did surprise yep. me is okay so first of all apple counts tom petty and tom petty and the heartbreakers as two different acts which yes technically but sometimes if you hit tom petty's like greatest hits you're also getting tom petty and the heartbreakers so i don't know why it does that so if you combine those two he actually would probably be like my number four but it separated it so it came in at like number six my actual number four, though, did shock me. Not really, because my eldest sister is a really big fan of his, and I do, like, during the summertime, I tend to gravitate toward his music. Um, Eric Church is my number four, and I really was not expecting that. <laughs> okay. Um, but I was like, okay, <laughs> apparently I listened to a lot more of him in the summer than I thought, so that was kind of funny to me. But number one and number two, totally not shocking. Um, I got my top five albums of the year, which I guessed before I saw it. I was like, I oh, think yes. it's going to be Midnight's. Because Midnight's came out obviously late 2022. So, like, I was listening to it ad nauseum in 2023. Um, so, that is not shocking. Subtract came in at number two. 1989 Taylor's version at number three, which, like, let's think about this, y'all. That album has been out for only, like, whatever, a month. And it's already at my number three most played of the year. <laughs> I'm a, so, if that would have come out earlier, it probably would have been number one. Um, then we have Autumn Variations at number four. And of course, because I'm ever more girly till I die, that was number five in my rotation. Um, other things that are funny, but that. again, I think it's probably because, <laughs> wait, where is my, if you look at my top 10 songs of the year, literally, I think eight of the 10 are from Midnight. <laughs> Not even a shit. I'm like, oh, it's just that album. Okay. Um. What is interesting for me about my top songs is my top song was not what I thought it would be, but I was thinking since Midnight's did come out in late 2022, my actual favorite song on the album, I think I played a lot in the first couple of months, but that would have been last year. Um, so my number one song of the year was Bejeweled, which I was like, yes, I was I was feeling it. Oh. Hot, girl, hot Girl Summer. I was feeling my shit this year, apparently. Um, and I was really surprised <laughs> by that. I was like, oh, I do. I never skip over it, I think. Like, if it comes on, I don't skip over it because it is a great song. But I don't, like, search it out either. So I was really surprised that was my number one. Number two is Cruel Summer. <laughs> no one is surprised. Uh, we yes. all went to the era store, okay? We were all feeling Cruel Summer at the end of it. Karma we, is number we three. Death by a Thousand Cuts is number four. I can't stress enough how much I love that song, y'all. <laughs> the other day in the Discord, there was some, like, lover, like, 
shade. And I was like, let me tell you why Lover is a great album. First of all, Cruel Summer is on it, which is a song we're all obsessed with. And Death by a Thousand mm-hmm. Cuts is such an underrated song. Honestly, one of her best breakup songs, in my humble opinion. Um, and then my actual favorite song on Midnight's is my number five, which is You're On Your Own Kid. So there you go. Those are some of my stats. But yeah, the rest of my songs are like just from Midnight's. <laughs> Let me tell you my top five. Mm, hit me. Number one's Cruel Summer, of course. Love it. Number two is Karma, of course. Love it. Especially after the guys on the Chiefs, I played Wait, it oh, nonstop. <laughs> like guy on the Chiefs. Um, number three is Don't Blame Me. Oh, great song. And then number four is <laughs> And the Earth <laughs> Did Not Yet Bear a Name. <laughs> It is from one of my pod, one of my podcasts, one of my, uh, one of my fantasy music. This is fantastic. That, that is honestly fantastic. <laughs> and then number five is I can see you, of course. Yeah, this is honestly it's so fun, and it's like most of it is stuff you already it's know so about fun. yourself. But <laughs> it's just fun to see. You're like, oh yeah. What I what I suspected again, I was not calling bejeweled, but other than that, everything was. I was like, yeah, tracks. This is. Everything that I expected. Oh, I will let everyone know that Reputation did make my top 10 albums of the year. So there you go. I can be a Reputation girly sometimes. Oh, my number six song, Vigilante shit. No one is surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just, right where you left me, still jamming out to that one. Always and forever. (laughs) Always. Always and forever. I don't see where it says what my top albums are. I'm not sure if it... Is telling top album. I hope you get a top album. You should. It should tell you. Spotify, get on that. I can't believe T Swizzle was the top artist. I mean, I can't believe it. So I don't even know what I'm. I can't believe. But it is wild. What I saw some stat that it's like the first time in over a decade that a woman is, which is wild to me. Where's the stat? Hold on, I'm pulling it right now. My God, this sweater is adorable. This is not what I'm supposed to be doing, but I went on Instagram to find the stat, and instead I found a sweater. Story of my life. Ooh. Uh, She's the first female artist in over a decade, yeah, to be Spotify's top artist. Let's see what this says. That's wild. So who was the last one? Who was, like, really hot a decade ago? I don't even know. I mean, pretty much the same people that are hot now, Beyonce and Taylor Swift. (laughs) So. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder who it was. Yeah, I wonder who it was. I'm gonna see if I can see who was the last female artist to be it because now I need to know clearly. Okay, wait a minute. So I guess Spotify Wrapped only officially started in 2015, so she's technically the first person to do it. It says, like the first not person oh. female to do it. Oh, so interesting. interesting. Uh, yeah, I guess obviously Spotify like wrapped wouldn't have been a thing until probably about that time. That's what I was thinking. I was like, ten years. I don't know if it's you know, doing like, ten years. We were doing this ten years ago. Do you want to say something to the people? Interesting. Huh. That was Zuko's Spotify so wrap. There you. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Zuko, <laughs> for that. Here's a Wikipedia entry about people that are most streamed artists okay so yeah it tells you 
I guess Rihanna was in 2012, but I don't think that was an official like on wrapped, but that does make sense. Um, Macklemore and Ryan Lewis in 2013. Ed Sheeran was 2014. Drake was 2015 and 16. Back to Ed Sheeran in 2017. Then Drake. It was just Drake and Ed Sheeran duking it out there for a while. Post Malone in 2019. Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny, Bad Mm. Bunny, Bad Bunny. And finally, our girl Taylor Swift. Wild. Absolutely. Oh, here's by decade. Uh, Oh. The 2010s, Drake is number one, Ed Sheeran is number two, Post Malone, Ariana Grande, and then Eminem. That's fascinating. Wow. I mean, who knew Ed was, like, up that high? Like, number two in streaming of of the decade? Look at my little ginger king. So proud of him. (laughs) Um, That's fantastic. (laughs) Ten out of ten. A little upset that Drake is from, but you know what? It's fine. (laughs) Yeah, it's fine. We didn't know. We didn't know. We didn't know at the we time, y'all. Know. Okay. That is it. <laughs> Bethany and Michael Ann tell everybody absolutely not at all shocking news. Um, hope you all enjoyed that. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. What? They listened to a lot of Taylor Swift. Shocking. Crazy. I really liked some of it, though, was I really, what was your number four song called again? <laughs> and the earth had, did not yet have a name. <laughs> Did not yet bear a name. <laughs> yeah, that makes me but that makes me more like pretentious sounding. Bear a name. That is great. I literally love that. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, would you like to do Laguna next or would you like to rant? What are you feeling? So uh okay, let me just briefly talk about the rant. So this is what the rant was going to be about. Okay. okay. The rant no was longer. going to be about how you have to pay $19.89 to rent the the Eras Tour movie. Uh-huh. And it's not just on streaming. And our girl's a billionaire and she doesn't she need is. the money. Yeah, it's exactly. So I I've been I've been honestly pretty mad about that. I've been like not in a good mood. Um <laughs> but then you know the Swifts, the Swifties mm. came on the interwebs and they said uh a reminder, and I didn't fact check this, but I'm just going to trust these people. Um, he says, a reminder, in order to get around the studios and just make the film herself, Taylor made a distribution deal with AMC. That distribution deal prevents her from putting it on streaming for X amount of time. So it's either she lets us rent it or we don't get it until then. Mm. Yeah, that's probably um, pretty accurate. Even and if somebody made a deal with a studio studios have contracts with theaters that is a certain amount of time that you blah blah blah. um i may have been the only person in the universe who was not mad at the price tag because it's exactly what i thought it was going to be because when she said was coming to streaming if you read all the things that said vod uh i know the video on demand costs money and that is the standard price to rent things actually that's a pretty fair price to rent it um, and yes. while I know, yes, our girl is a billionaire and doesn't need any more money. And yes, she's a capitalist queen. And yes, I know that some of this money is going to her. It's not all going to her. Like most of this money is going to more like the filmmaking of it. Like the director that made this movie, the AMC who has the thing, like this money is going to them, which does a big movie chain also need more money when they've already made a ton of money off of the movie. No, but we do live in a capitalistic society. Also, I really like AMC movie theaters, and I want them to stay around for a real long time. So I'm happy that they're thriving with this deal because I love going to the movies and if them getting a little bit more money off people renting it. 
other thing, and this has been the argument that has been made since VOD has uh, started, this isn't really for us. Am I going to rent it? Absolutely. I want those three extra songs. Same. And this will be the only way my husband will probably ever watch this tour. He's probably not even going to watch all of it still. But he did say he would watch some of it. So I was like, well, if I rent it, whatever. Um, he will watch some of it. And the only thing I am confused about is this a limited time. Can you only rent it on her birthday? Or is that just the day it's coming out? I assume like all VOD, it's going to be on VOD for a while. But I haven't really found that out yet. So I'm going to have to do more research. If anyone knows, please let me know. Um, cause I'm not trying to watch it that Wednesday. Cause like, I don't have three. No, hours there's no way. Wednesday. I'm going to be doing that over the weekend. Okay. <laughs> but anywho, um, so this is the standard price for all like VODs that I've ever seen since this has become a thing mm-hmm. where you can like rent movies on demand, you know, um, this became a big thing during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Cause obviously movies weren't going to the theaters as much and people are staying home. What this is made for, though, in theory, in their minds, and yes, of course, it's different in this scenario because all the Swifties who have already paid her money to go see an in tour and paid her money to go see an in theaters are going to pay her money again. But what VOD is made for is those people that haven't done that. It's that family of five who couldn't afford 20 bucks a pop to take right. to the theaters, but 20 bucks for the whole family to watch it at home right. is worth it, especially when you have a two-year-old who's probably going to cry during it yes. and you don't want to stir people in the theater. Like That is what VOD is made for. We are all just childless millennials millennials who have expendable income who are going to spend 1989 yeah. <laughs> to watch it again but that's not really what it's made for like right. it's made for the family of five like my sister who has kids and is like well I don't want to ask my mom who already is watching my kids all the time to I didn't mean it like that also <laughs> but but right now is basketball season okay and in my sister's house so it's just a really busy time of year for them and they're traveling and whatever and they don't want to spend any time away from their family that they're already spending when they have to work right But if you can rent the Taylor Swift show and the kids are asleep in the other room and you can still watch it and that like you're that's two people that got to watch it for $20 again when you could have gone to the theater and there would have been a night away from your family that you already didn't want to spend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, going on. But yeah, I saw a lot of criticism about it yesterday, um, which is fair. And again, we live in a capitalistic hellscape and I get when people are like, what the F you want more money from me? Um, from someone who's a billionaire, but I was like, oh, I'm not surprised because I thought it was going to cost us money because I saw originally that it was VOD and I know VOD always costs money and I know that it always means rent um, and not buy. Hopefully one day we can buy it or hopefully one day it comes to a streaming service. I hope so. Um, but I was like, oh yeah, this is actually a very good deal for families that like want to watch it at home because again, mm-hmm. you're spending $20 and your entire household can watch it as opposed to the asinine amount of money for tickets going to see it you know actually on her tour or going to see it in the theater so that's kind of my personal opinion on the matter um but I'm also someone who basically is on film twitter too much I mean not actual twitter because I don't use twitter Um, but but like film social media so I remember during the pandemic everyone freaking out about how much it was going to cost to run a movie and then so I've just like been down this road so many times and I'm like it doesn't phase me anymore (laughs) That is a great perspective. I also saw somebody make an argument that it is, you know, people who physically can't go to the movie theater or the concert can now uh, see it as well. Um, So, you know, whatever. Um, Yeah, I've changed my opinion in my mind. So the rant is no longer valid. That growth, people can change. And once you get all the facts, sometimes things seem very upsetting. And then you get more facts and you're like, well... And again, anytime something is me, this is a concert movie. Again, they're probably, but like 
she's not the only person getting paid from this. Like her dancers are probably getting some royalties, which is great. They're up there hustling, mm-hmm. dancing their asses off three hours every night. Um, her crew is getting some money. Again, all the production crew that made this movie, the director, mm-hmm. the producers, the guy who held the boom mic is getting money off of this. And so I always try to look at it as, yes, obviously a bulk of the money is going to her and to AMC and they both already have enough money. But look at all these other people that are also going to get money from that. And especially in a year with the writer strike and the, the SAG after strike, like it's important to remember all the people, all the craft, the, the crew, all of that that goes into making something like this. Um, and they all deserve money and royalties too. And thankfully, since hopefully both the writers and SAG got great things, obviously there was no acting in this, but you know what I mean? Um, since all those people, all those unions got good money for them, hopefully all crew members out there making good money, all unionized workers. I hope that you get all that you want. Stuntmen, all those people, again, that does not apply in this scenario, but just in the film industry. Um, I hope that all of your contracts are much better and you all get all the money and the royalties. that you. And that's a big thing that they did go to bat for was streaming because just that was such a new thing. You know, VOD and streaming and all of that has become such a new thing that, you know, that wasn't in people's contracts and they were getting royally screwed. Um, and yeah. thankfully, it seems like a lot of that has been worked out. So hopefully all this money is going to some of those people as well in the film industry. And that has been my Bethany talks film of the day. (laughs) I loved it. Uh, My mind has changed and I feel differently. (laughs) I have a lot of feelings about the best boy grip getting paid his due. Everyone. (laughs) Oh, I also am definitely was always planning on renting it probably more than once. So like I was complaining, but like I was paying, like I'm going to do it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna pay for it again. I hope it does come to a streaming service one day, and you know, it's just you have to, yeah, you have to think. Obviously, the most fair thing is for someone who's already paying for Netflix to be able to watch on Netflix, right? Which I don't think she's gonna make a deal with Netflix because I think she like I don't know she's burned some bridges with them. So wherever it comes to, probably Disney Plus. I feel like they've been working the best deals about these things. Um. Whenever it goes to, that's going to be the best deal for a family that can't afford to go see her. But right now, the VOD is the best. That's the the most affordable way. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of it were people thinking of all of us who've already spent all this money. And it's like, well, it's not really for us. It's for <laughs> – she knows we're going to spend it. Don't get me wrong. But like, especially being like, here's the three extra songs you didn't get to see in theaters. And you're like, you little um, – but it's also for all the people that, you know, can't go – to the show or to the theaters or whatever so to all those people that it's about to become more accessible to i'm very excited for you all to get to experience it and also please let me know the me too. songs that i should make my husband watch because some of the some i'm trying to show him the most like impressive stage stuff because i think that's gonna excite him the most <laughs> obviously he has <laughs> to see the dive <laughs> the surprise obviously um i think obviously. honestly probably a lot of reputation he would like because a lot of yeah. good stage stuff i feel like is happening like i love when she like hits her mark and it like cracks the stage and whatever yes. it's really cool um so probably a lot of that is what i'll show him but girl dinner should i show a girl dinner <laughs> like, oh you yeah don't appreciate girl dinner you don't get then life <laughs> you don't you if you don't appreciate girl dinner then get out of my get house out of my house <laughs> okay so <laughs> like i love you you are you know the, the my favorite person on planet earth i married you but if you don't appreciate girl dinner uh and for all of you who don't know what we're talking about obviously we're talking about tolerate it um performed live yes. via the Aeros tour get out of my house 
<laughs> get out of my house. But anyway, I'm gonna make. Okay. Actually, I'm not gonna make Andrew do anything, but I'm going to try to get Andrew to watch it. Yes, I. Asked, but I'm I gonna like, make him watch the whole thing. So now that it, like you can watch it from the comfort of your own home, will you watch? Because a lot of like film critics that he respects went and saw it in theaters and reviewed it and every single one of them had nothing but positive things to say and so i think he watched a lot of those and was like okay maybe i can find something that i like in this um and so he's like i mean i don't even want to watch all three hours but i'll watch it and i was like i'll take that as a win maybe it'll suck him in and he'll stay i don't know <laughs> we'll see <laughs> he'll become we'll a swifty yeah he's like i want to see i can't remember exactly what he said but he's like i want to see like what's it about like her her you know kind of stage stuff and everything and i was like okay yeah yeah the performance aspect yeah. of it she's a very good musician she's she's on the guitar she's on the piano she's dancing her ass off she's singing she's hitting those notes she's doing girl dinner yeah it's gonna be great she's doing girl dinner yeah 10 out of 10 but yes i saw you 10. posted about it on instagram a little bit i did not know that was what your rant was gonna be about honestly but i saw that you posted about it and then I got like a BuzzFeed article that was like Swifties are mad because of this. And I was like, oh, am I the only person who was expecting it to cost this much? I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> Should we um let the rain wash away and go to Laguna Beach? <laughs> Our sanity. <laughs> yes. Let it wash away. Everyone really wanted to hear me do a Hillary Duff impression today. You're welcome. Yes, you're welcome, everyone. (laughs) I mean, I may have sounded better than Christina did at her Broadway audition. Oh, shots fired. Oh, man. I'm excited to get to that. These two episodes were so good. So good. So good. Okay. So here we are. Season one, episode three is titled Fast Cars and Fast Women. Oh, hello. That's a little. All right. Geez, Laguna Beach. Um, yeah. There it's things are happening. Uh our girl Lauren, Elsie, and Steven and Trey are off to a fashion show in LA. Drama ensues. Mm-hmm. Our girl Kristen is back in Laguna and she is having some car problems. <laughs> and all of it, and I do mean all of it, is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, first of all, I just want to say if anybody watched, if anybody was a fan of The Hills, then I would just like to say that the infamous jen bunny made her first appearance this episode yes jen bunny (laughs) it wasn't just brody it was you (laughs) (laughs) so good god it's so good um yeah much to discuss again the fashion this episode peak early aughts the yes like kristen just having it like one of those little like what's the word I'm looking for things that like connected to her AC vent and I was dying like here's her flip like and she that was so cool like you just were like yep here's my little like whoop pop my little flip phone right into my AC vent there um absolutely great all the phones really the fact that like they took a picture of Steven and those models on one of their phones I was dying over because I was like that 
would look like it yeah. was from a potato. If you looked at the quality of that picture now, you'd be like, oh my God. And this is the problem. This is you- why some of us early aughts girlies like don't have certain most of our stuff we took on like digital cameras, okay? But some things yeah. we were taking pictures on our god awful camera quality flip phone. Uh, oh my god. I was like, yes, yes, take a picture with your flip phone, please. Love it. Quality, quality camera. Hear me out. Does mm. is Steven the worst? He's actually worse. Why did we all why were we all like yes. fooled when we first watched this? Because I was like, oh, Steven's such a catch. Yes. I guess because they want you to think he is, but he is not. He's actually the worst. He is the worst. He's the worst. Yeah. Like, oh, why did any of these girls like him? Yeah. Okay. Well, first and foremost, Steven in this episode, he has that whole conversation where he's like skinny. Uh, too skinny is just not attractive. That yeah. bullshit. I was like, okay, sir. Thanks for your opinion that nobody asked for. The body shaming in any way is not cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. Your body is just like there. It's your, your meat suit and you live in it and it's no one else's goddamn business. Okay. And it's a wonderland. Yes. <laughs> As that asshole John Mayer once said. <laughs> How did he ever honestly pull someone like Taylor Swift with that? Those were his lines. Um, He is like a hottie. Like women really like him. I'm. I don't think he's hot. But no, at all. Is it the guitar? Like, is it him? Like being able to play like an instrument? What is it? I don't know. But people are drawn to him. I don't get it. Don't know. I've never been a John Mayer girly. I did like that song. What is it called? I don't even know. I just know it starts off. It's like, welcome to the real world. She said to me condescendingly. <laughs> I did used to love that song. It's probably the only John Mayer song I've ever liked. And I Clearly, I liked it so much I can't even remember the title of it. I'm going to look that up while we're talking Laguna. Carry on. <laughs> love that. Um, so then our, our, our secondary storyline here is that Kristen is – wants a new car she wants a new car desperately her car is trash she hates it i forgot no 100 percent completely and utterly forgot curious <laughs> no what such is thing as that name of the john mayer song i was thinking of what year did this come out it's an oh. old one 1999 yeah it's yeah that's good yeah yeah so so she wants a new car she's like oh my god i forgot they had siblings too she's like talking to her brother she's like do you think he'll get me a new car? And he's like, no. Um, so then they go car shopping at like a luxury car place for some reason. And just for fun, just for shiggles. Um, yeah, exactly. And then Kristen's car uh, overheats and she's in the middle of the road. And mm-hmm. she does not so do a single thing to get her car out of the road. And she's just pissed off that everyone else is pissed off. And then a cop comes up and he's like, can you move your car? And she's like, no, it's overheating. It doesn't move. And he was like, so you can't turn it on? She was like, no, I mean, it turns on, but like it doesn't move and I don't want to move it. And I'm like, oh, my God. She is kind of terrible in this scene, but also I feel like that cop was kind of a dick. Like he really wasn't helpful. Like he pulls up and he's annoyed with her instead of like pulling up and being like, again, cops are meant to like, you know, protect and serve. Help. And instead of being like, are you okay? Like, is there anything I can do to help you? Because like, 
I don't know. Yes, there's two people in the car and they should have done what they did when the tow truck got there and like you put it in neutral and you steer it to the side of the road and whatever. But I don't know. These are dumb teenagers and maybe they didn't know that. And that's where a cop could pull up and be like, okay, I understand your car is overheating. You don't feel safe turning it back on. But what we can do is this. And instead he's just like, is there nothing you do? (laughs) And she's being like a total bitch to him. And I'm like, lucky you're a pretty white girl or else this would have been a different conversation. Um, but yeah, like both of yeah. them come off in the wrong in this scenario. Like the cop is yes, a dick. Yes. She's being like a spoiled brat to him. Like, and like all these people are beating yes. at her and she's like chomping on her gum. She's like, what do you want me to do? My car is donezo. Okay. Like go around. <laughs> and then like one of their friends pulls up and she's like, hey girl. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. She's like, wait, her. It just like won't move. I haven't tried to move it, but it won't. But it will. <laughs> haven't even tried though. <laughs> Put on my hat. I've even okay, attempted. See? <laughs> I'm doing things. Um, and then it turns out that the issue was that she didn't have any oil in the car. Yeah. Who changes their oil? How was I supposed to know? And I was like, every everyone knows that. Like, I'm not good at getting it done on time, but I know that I have to do it. <laughs> Exactly. I think it's hilarious that she's talking about how her dad was like, I'm absolutely not getting you a new car. He said, um, you don't get rewarded for stupidity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I Honestly, that Chris's was dad so might funny. be the hero of the show. He's like, you better get comfortable with that car you're going to have in the next four years. You don't get rewarded for stupidity. Mm-hmm. There's no oil in it. And I was like, tell her how it is. Set some boundaries. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yes. I think my dad would have definitely said something like, you don't get rewarded for stupidity, <laughs> 100%. So I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, she, um, really, she was trying. She was trying to run that car into the ground, I swear to God. And it's like, no, girl. You're not she was. Go she was like, please. Oh, I die. These fucking kids. Um. So then we're back at the fashion show. Lauren's fashion show outfit is literally... <laughs> her hair is in a ponytail I was so excited to talk about this it's like we're going to a fashion show we're so hip we're in LA going to a fashion show and cannot stress her outfit no jeans flare jeans flare jeans obviously low rise flare jeans she has a Mm -hmm. black tank top over a slightly longer blue tank top which is very of the time I can't even tell you how many times I did that and then high heels yeah (laughs) And you can tell she's in a good mood because she matched her makeup. And I guess she's like, it's blue to match my shirt. And I was like, you're sort of peeking up longer blue tank top under your black tank top, which is the predominant color of your outfit, Lauren. (laughs) She's like, yep. Look at me. So, and again, like she's someone who's going to fashion school. Like she, she became a fashion designer. Like she knows, she quote unquote knows fashion. And that was her fashion look to go to this show. And I'm like. Oh, anytime it's like a fancy so far, anytime she's like kind of going out at night, ponytail seems to be her go to look. And I was like, "Ooh, that's her yes. fancy hairstyle. <laughs> yeah. Ponytail is like and when I she's die. feeling fancy. She um, basically is. Have, have we even seen her with her hair down yet? Yes, but not as much as we've seen ponytail, but she has worn it down a couple yeah. of times ponytail is the look for her is the look for sure um she's got her little like you know kind of long bangs that she likes to keep out you gotta have your little pieces mm-hmm. your little antennas in the front and then ponytail yep 
Your little antennas in the front. Very 2003 or whenever this was. Yes. Um, let's see. Oh, and then they, so then, you know, he makes eyes, Steve, Steve Ben makes eyes with one of the models and somehow they like end up talking to her after the show and then like yeah. going to an after party for some reason. Mm-hmm. And... Lauren is like, I am uncomfortable and I don't want to be here. And they're like, it's fine. It's fine. Stephen has a dance with this girl, this random girl he'll never see again. Which, mm-hmm. how old is this woman, by the way? Yeah. And also, like, Stephen technically is still with Kristen, as far as we know. Is already kind oh, yeah. of, like, fooling around with Elsie. I mean, like, they haven't technically done anything, but he's emotionally cheating on Kristen with Elsie. And then yeah. the first sight of a hot model and she he's like grinding up on her in a club. And it was in that moment that I was like, why did we have a roof for this guy? <laughs> like, he's the yep. why do any of these girls that like him or give him the time of day? Like and also, Lauren, yep. no offense, but like if he already is all like Bleh, with Kristen, this point proven, what makes you think he's going to be any different if he does get with you? Like he's basically emotionally cheating on Kristen with you so what makes you think that he wouldn't cheat on you and point proven they go like away for the weekend in LA and the first time he sees a hot girl he's like bye Lauren don't care that you're not comfortable in this club I'm gonna go with this model person that I met yeah the grinding in the club was (laughs) it was a lot yeah it was a lot I was like this is very I'm having flashbacks (laughs) And not in a good way. <laughs> and not, yeah, not in a good way. Uh, and so, so quality. We also find out that Steven's on the golf team, which for some reason made me laugh. <laughs> That's the most, One of my like, notes is, oh, Lauren. I feel like that was definitely a thing. Like, if you live in, like, California or Florida, I feel like teenage boys are like, I'm going to go golf because it's, like, cool. Like, it's like the preppy boy thing to do if you live in yeah. like good climate where you can like do something like golf year round. So yeah, when they're all like out there like golfing, I was like, oh my God, yes, they would be on the golf team. <laughs> we had a golf team at my high school. Yeah, yeah we had a golf team in my um, high school. But I, I just on it. I just think it's strange. That's <laughs> all. So I like think of golf as being <laughs> such an old man sport. But I feel like, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, when teenagers are into golf, it's just very humorous to me. Because I'm like, you're supposed to be like an old, rich old man. When you become a doctor and you, you're you on your third wife, that's when you golf. Or play yeah. pickleball. I Yes, pickleball's the new golf. The new golf. It really is. These old men, these rich white old men love pickleball. Mm-hmm. Can't relate. But good for them. <laughs> My sister's learning how to play pickleball. Yeah. And they just opened a pickle bar, pickleball bar down the street from my house. Huh. Go figure. Who yeah. knew that was a thing? I have no idea how you play Zuko, it. Zuko, don't even, don't even start right now. I swear to God. Zuko's being annoying. Um, One of my notes is, oh, Lauren, and I don't, I don't know why. Probably something Stephen related. For so many reasons, probably you could say that to her in yeah. this episode <laughs> yeah and then you know take remember that we were just talking about steven's obsession with these models okay mm-hmm. and then fast forward we're at 
dinner with Kristen and Steven. And Steven's like, the models were so hot. He was basically fully bragging about it. And she was like, okay, cool. And then he's like, what did you do? And she was like, I went out with a guy who has a girlfriend. And he could not have been more mad. And like, like, he was like, what do you mean? What do you mean? What did you guys do? What did you guys do? And it's like, well, what did you do last night? What did yeah, you, you do, were just grinding Steven? On some models, sir. So you have a no room to throw judgment about what she was doing. Okay. No. Absolutely not. And then he basically it's the whole true. time is just like, so you want to get out of here? You want to go home? And she's like, no, I don't want to, whatever. And then, of course, it ends and they've like gone back to, I don't know, one of their houses. Who knows whose house? Um, and yeah, that's the end of episode three. And you're like, this player, like he was with these bottles. He was on a weekend trip with Lauren. He still ends up back with Kristen. And then, yeah, it's being like super judgy McJudgerson about her going and hanging out with a guy who has a girlfriend. And yeah, my dude, yeah. you cannot cast any stones. Okay. Like you are the problem. No. <laughs> okay. Like clearly. Yeah. <sighs> And then episode four happens, and Ooh, eighteen candles. It was a good end. So much to unpack in this one. episode. So yeah. much. We kind of this is the most Christine and Morgan we've gotten so far. Yes. Um. So that was something. Also, I love. Okay, so this show starts with Lauren being like, "This is my senior year with my group of friends," and then in this episode, we're only on episode four, and it's like apparently Morgan and Christina like hate Lauren and El. <laughs> hate Lauren and Low, and I'm like what this is in my group yeah. of friends and they're like um we don't like each other and then like Kristen they seem to be closer with Kristen because she got invited to Joe's Crab Shack love that by the way love that that's who this 18th birthday <laughs> gathering was thrown. I know. and I was like yeah that's high school for you um yeah fantastic that's great so yeah let's break it down our girl Christina this episode opens the most awkward thing ever this was definitely like the producers being like we kind of need to explain what this episode's going to be about so Christina's with her mom and her mom like this whole thing is so awkward and also just like rich things she's like honey I'm so proud of you you're turning 18 and having your first party without your parents and I was like you're proud of her because she can have a party without you guys <laughs> like that's a weird thing to be proud of your daughter for. at Joe's Crab Shack and Joe's crab shack. Wow, I, that's a crowning achievement, Mom. You're right. I mean, be proud of your children always. But it was a real awkward thing to say you're proud of your daughter for. And she's like, thank you, Mommy. And then she's like, you know how you're going to New York for spring break? And it's like, no one would say that. Like, that was for the audience. That was them, she producers, being like, can you clue us in as to what Christina is doing, Mom? And again, I don't know who her parents know. But she's like, we got you a meeting with a casting agent who does things like Wicked and Rent. And Christina's like, oh, my God, really? And it's just so – it's so much. It's great. Just all of this is awkward and stilted. And we're about to find out if Christina's dreams are going to come true. <laughs> and uh, they're not. They're not. <laughs> the long and short of it is they're not. I looked Christina up on Instagram to see what she's doing. And nowadays, um, she didn't do anything with Broadway, obviously, um, Mm -hmm. stayed in California and her Instagram is private. So not a lot of info. Oh, so she's not one of the ones who's still in like the public eye. You know what? Good for you, girl. Hope you're thriving. Yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah, her and Morgan are besties, which that we kind of already had established when Morgan didn't get to, uh, I almost said NYU, BYU, which we did get a little bit more on the religion thing because Morgan yeah. does talk after the Joe's Crab Shack thing about the fact that like, you're the only one, you know, who gets me with the religious stuff and the moral stuff. And I was like, okay, so it does make a little more sense how she was trying to go to the Mormon school. Um, She does seem to be, again, I don't know if she's exactly Mormon. I would I think if she's religious and trying to go to that school, probably, but I can't say for certain. So yes, we now know that Morgan yeah. is in fact, you know, kind of a religious goody two shoes type of girl, which you do, you girl. And Christina, both of them are saving themselves, I guess, for marriage with the right guy or who knows. Which again, cool. Like your children. So I respect that. That is fine. Um Lo and Lauren are out shopping. And Lo comes off real 2004 because she calls them the R word. And I was like, oh, Lo, hitting them with the hard R there. Hard R. Oh, Michael Ann's something has happened. So what were you saying when I was not here? I was talking about the fact that both Christina and Morgan. Oh, yeah. The whole saving themselves thing. Oh, then I said that Lo, mm-hmm. very 2004 because they're shopping and she hits – morgan and christina she's like is it just me or are they hard r says the hard hard word which i will not repeat yes. <laughs> and i was like oh yes. oh that is oh that is not okay <laughs> i don't even think that was okay yeah. in 2004 but slightly more acceptable i think we weren't like as like oh you shouldn't say that to people um but basically she's throwing master shade and she's like they're so weird and they like don't talk to us anymore and i was like probably because you call them mean names like that low just a a guess though <laughs> She did not come off real great in this scene. And then Lauren is like, yeah, Morgan was like, I like you better when you're not hanging with your friends. And so then Lo's like, does she mean me? And gets all offended. And I'm like, I think she does. I think she does. I think she does. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, Lo. I I don't think these Christian girls like you. I hate to say it. I hate to say it. I hate to say it, Lo. So, So that is fantastic. And then, oh, my God. Kristen and Wait so toxic oh wait we haven't talked about how at the birthday party Mm. they wrote a note to a guy at another table and had the waitress drop it off which Kristen stars oh you were which again is like the most toxic relationship (laughs) like her and Steven I'm like neither of you want to be with each other so don't be with each other clearly yes this is great this bit She's just like, oh, my God, yes. he's hot. And then Christina, who's the birthday girl, poor thing, she's like, wait, no, tell tell that it's for me. <laughs> it's so awkward. Yeah. I'm like, Kristen, why are you trying to go, like, hit on someone when you're at this girl's birthday dinner when you technically have a boyfriend? Just saying. Yeah. And a couple things about this. First of all, he walks over to them and he's like, oh, hi. And honestly, he's probably just doing that because there's cameras there, if I'm being honest. Because oh, yeah. uh-huh. he's like, oh, hey, what's up? And he's like, she, he was like, 18? How old are you? And I was like, oh, you're an adult. Yeah. <laughs> Turn around. <laughs> and honestly, the best, what a stand-up guy. Thank you for doing the bare yeah. minimum and being like, oh, you're children? I'm going to go away now because I'm a grown adult man and I shouldn't be talking yeah. to you. Bravo yeah. to you, sir. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Yes. Oh, bare minimum. The, the bar is literally on the floor, but you did cross it and we appreciate you for that. Um, but can you imagine being the waitress in that situation? Yeah, she like had to read the note. Like I don't know if she had to, yeah. but she did. Um, all of that yeah. is awkward. I like have 
been in situations where people have been like, oh, can you tell this table that I'm buying their, like I've covering their tab or whatever. And I always feel so awkward. I know like technically it's a nice thing, but it's always weird or like, oh, can we buy that table dessert or oh, can you tell that table whatever like I hate being a go-between like you do that if you want to please do not involve me (laughs) it's very it's strange to me yeah I definitely don't want to help you pick up some boy at another table okay like no no thank you um also is it just me (laughs) or okay all right so girl like when you're girlfriends in high school you pretty much are always just like I love you girl whatever but in the parking lot is it just me who was like are they gonna kiss right now like Morgan and Christina I was like wait a minute are you friends or are you friends like are you gal pals are you gal pals you know what I mean I was like I think they love each other yeah I think this whole like saving themselves for marriage is just a front because they want to be together honestly honestly (laughs) they did seem a little bit in love Christina, especially. I yeah, was thinking I was that like, too. I'm like, mm. I was like, I don't Where know did... if that's a platonic look. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I was like, oh, I hope they're still friends. Who knows? Yeah, me too. We don't know because Christina, well, one Morgan's Instagram is private, Christina, or Morgan's Instagram is public, but Christina's isn't. But yeah, I was thinking that. I was like, you know, like there are really good close girlfriends of mine that I'm still friends with from high school. And I was like, I wonder how many of these people do still interact. Because we know from the hills, so many of them had falling outs that I was like, who still yeah. actually is just like friends, you know? Um, I hope some of them, I hope that Morgan and Christina made it and they still keep in touch and are friends because that's just a nice sentiment, to be honest. Um, can we talk about how Lauren is an idiot? <laughs> that's mean. <laughs> um, Tell me. Tell me everything. And also, again, so like at the beginning of the episode, I'm like, low, not a nice thing to say. Oh, you're on my list. But then by the end of the episode, I'm like, I'm in love with her again because she's like, your mom has a point. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Um, also, we talked last episode, last chaos Thursday about how like calling parents or whatever. But for some odd reason, when Lo does it, when she's talking to Lauren's dad and she's like, Jim, <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I was like, this is acceptable. Yeah. Even doing it to his girlfriend's dad, not acceptable. Anywho, we have we cut to like a family dinner scene. So we get to see Lauren's like full family for the first time. And they're like, we got a letter. You're about to like flunk out of this class. And she's like, you told me I could cruise because it's my senior year. And I'm like, girlfriend, you've already got accepted to college. I understand that when a lot of people do that, second semester of senior year is kind of like, oh, I just have to get through it. But like to get into that college, you are going to have to graduate high school. So like why would you the last semester? Like clearly you were smart enough to get into this school. Like you had to have – decent enough grades and her dad was like I told you that you could like get by with C's not be like flunking out of things and she's like I'm gonna graduate so she's like being all like meh and then um like Lo comes over because he's like you're grounded and she's like are you serious and it's like yeah because you're kind of not taking this whole possibly not graduating thing very seriously Lord so then Lo comes over and she's like trying to talk on her behalf and she's like She's a good girl, which is like, okay, that's she's still failing one of her <laughs> yeah. classes, although I'm not sure what her, like, you know, attitude has to do with it. And so her mom was like, you know, she kind of points out that, like, yeah, she might, like, not graduate. Like, that would be bad. And Lauren's like, well, eating her popcorn. And so then Lo's like, she has a point. She has a point. But I love this whole thing is, like, she can't do anything. She's on house arrest. But then, like, the very next scene, she's, like, leaving for Cabo yeah. tomorrow. And I was like, oh, I guess yeah. spring break was excluded from that. And I was like, really? Not only that, down the hammer, mom and dad. 
She's oh. grounded, and yet Lo is at her house. Yeah. And then after that, the next day, she's getting her nails done. And then she's going on a date. What does grounded mean in Laguna Beach? Yeah. That's what what I want to know. What does grounded mean? Like, what he's like, you're in jail. He keeps saying you're in jail, which is a really weird thing to say also. And I'm like, that's weird. Um, But yeah, she's definitely seen out and about. And she's going on spring break in Cabo, which from what I remember, Cabo spring break episodes are fire. And I can't wait to watch them. Yes. Rewatch them. Um, I can't wait. But yeah, this nail salon visit, so good. So awkward. It's the night after Joe's Crab Shack, 18th birthday extravaganza. Morgan and Christina are there. Morgan's all like, girl, your dreams are going to come true. Christina's all like, oh, my God, I'm going to puke. I can't even think about it. And so they're like getting their nails did. This is the one perk, y'all, I'm going to say about those god-awful jeans that we had to wear. Okay, those Slayer jeans. You could wear them to the nail salon and you could roll those bitches up. Mm -hmm. You can't do that in skinny jeans. Okay? You can't do that in boyfriend or boot cut. Those flared stretch jeans, you could roll those bitches up past your knees. <laughs> and so when they sat yep. down and they rolled those up, I was like, ah, I, that was that was a yes. perk. There weren't a lot of perks to them, but I'm going to give them that one. So there they are. They just roll up those flare jeans and our tank tops and our flare jeans with our flip flops. Getting our nails did. I love Morgan's line about like, don't get a French on your toenails because they'll look like your hands. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> That was a very weird comment. I was like, okay, Morgan. All right, Mormon. Um, So that was weird. And then yeah. they're getting their nails done. They're all like, oh, you know, do they think they that like Lo and Elsie know about this or whatever? And lo and behold, who walks in to get their nails done? The two of them. The pettiness. The passive mm-hmm. aggressiveness that ensues over this next mm-hmm. bit of conversation. Fantastic. Also, Lauren, hashtag confirmed, not a theater kid. Or a show tunes girly. She didn't know what Wicked no. was. She's like, what is that? No. What is that? <laughs> I was like, Lauren, what? Are you uncultured? What the hell? Yeah. I love how Lo is like, oh, Christina, I love your earrings. Were they a birthday gift? <laughs> it's like, oh my God, Lo. Hi, it's Michael Ann. I hate to say this, but the rest of the episode did not record properly, and it is just about 10 minutes of complete silence, Um, which is devastating because we talked about Christina's Broadway audition, and as you can imagine, we had a lot to say. So we might talk about that a little bit on our next episode, but in the meantime, we want to say thank you so much to everyone who was a top fan on Spotify. We are, like, overwhelmed. Um... We really, I like, it's what? Um, Crazy. We love and appreciate you guys. Take care of yourselves and good night.